This is the Boring Sports Podcast, where four lifelong friends discuss sports for no apparent reason. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Boring Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Scott, with my dear friends, Brandon, Josie, and Nils. Um, Turn your camera on for crying out loud. I'm not, I'm not turning the camera on. The YouTube viewers are really disappointed. I was very clear. I'm not turning the camera on tonight. Um, and that's for reasons that don't need to be discussed. Um, what does need to be discussed, though, is there's some pretty big things happening in the Josie household. Josie, do you mind telling us some of the, the big updates? Uh, yeah, I think first and foremost, um, I think we all need to take a moment, um, whether we take a moment of silence, a moment of prayer, to offer gratitude, whatever it might be, um, to welcome back the greatest quarterback of all time, um, completely stunned the nation upon his return. Um, Tom Brady is back if we followed the uh, trajectory since I believe it's 2013. Um, it's Super Bowl, then playoff loss, Super Bowl, then playoff loss up until this most recent year, which was a, a playoff loss, which means next year uh, a betting man, a non-betting man should even feel comfortable putting money on Tom Brady winning his uh, next Super Bowl. So um, I, 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 I'm speechless. I have, I have nothing else to say other than let's welcome Tom back. Let's appreciate the greatness that is Tom. Not only is he good at football, he's good looking. Um, he's fun to look at. He, he just, he's a winner. I mean, just when you think there's no better coach than Bill Belichick, you meet Bruce Arians. So, and just. He wasn't even retired long enough to miss an OTA. I don't know what yeah, that was even about. Yeah. And you know, as far as I'm concerned, that's not Tom's problem. <laughs> now Tom's problem is the next one and that's his favorite ring. And I'm with him. I think Giselle wanted him to retire and he went home and he devised his plan. He said, I'm going to retire. And he like tweeted, I'm retired. And then he just was like as annoying as he could possibly be at home for like all day. And then she's like, fine, just go back. Just go back. He's like, oh, okay. All right. That's what you want, honey. You know, see, Tom's a family man. He does what the family wants him to do. You know, he was willing to sacrifice calling it quits after being wrongfully chosen second in the MVP race this past year. Um, it's just beyond, beyond anything we've ever seen. Uh, a man of Tom's stature calls it quits at the height of his career uh, to be with his family. And then finally his family came to their senses and was able to um, cheer Tom back to, to, I would say back to prominence, but he's never left prominence. So just to continue to cheer him. Now, let me ask you a question, because I know, I don't know if we've discussed this on the podcast, but I know that you will not invest money unless it's a guaranteed return, 100% guarantee. Um, yeah. And so, you made a statement about how even if you're not a betting man, you should put money on him winning a Super Bowl. So, my question is, how much money are you putting on uh, Tom to win the Super Bowl this year? Uh, so, I'm strictly a cash betting man. So, at this point, I've dropped in about 8000 bucks. <laughs> Tom winning the Super Bowl, um, Tom winning the MVP of the Super Bowl, and the Buccaneers winning the division. So, I mean, I'm looking at a 200,000 return, which again is safe, safest bet I've ever made. So I'm I feel comfortable. I I can sleep at night just fine. 
Well, good. I'm I'm really excited for your uh, good fortune thank that you. financial you're gonna have. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you, elders. Congratulations. Thank you. Now, before we jump into whatever Nielsen has to talk about, do you guys have anything else you want to bring up? Um, I think the acoustics in your bathroom are great. I think so. This is the best you've sounded all all season. What's strange is that's actually true. So maybe I will um, just make it a habit. I'll I'll do more of a bubble bath style so I can turn my my camera on next time. I don't understand where the camera is going to be pointed. <laughs> I don't either. Yeah. I I agree. <laughs> I completely well, agree. <laughs> Can we just move on? Let's let's move on. Nils. For Nils. Here's to you, Nils. You had a full week to pick a topic for the podcast, and you are currently searching for sports headlines during the sounder. You may not live in an area with high-speed internet, but let's be honest, you wouldn't have read the whole article anyway. So sit back, relax, and get ready for the latest in sports news, possibly true information, and some other stuff you didn't want to know. Gentlemen, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm fatigued. I'm fatigued. This is our fourth podcast, and we've literally talked about the same subject and sports person in every podcast, including the intro to this podcast. <laughs> There's only one headline. I'm supposed to talk about the headline, and I'm fatigued of it. I'm fatigued. I'm not even going to mention the name of the person that we all know. I'm fatigued to mention him. And so... I, I've decided to forego in this episode, this is new. I've decided to forego having a main topic and, and to play a game instead. And the game I want to play is Would You Rather? We're going to play a game of Would You Rather? I like that. I'm excited. So for anyone that doesn't know what Would You Rather is, I'm going to present two options and then the person has to pick between the two options. So I'll do an easy one. I'm going to throw out a really easy one. It, so, so Adams, this will be a would you rather for you. All right. Adams, would you rather happen to get a plane ticket cross country and happen to sit next to Michael Jordan? We know he really flies private, but this one time he doesn't fly private. Yeah. And you sit next to him. Okay. You talk to him the whole way. You become his friend. You get his phone number and you reach out and visit with him and hang out with Michael Jordan ah, once a year. Okay. Or... Would you rather have lifetime season tickets front row to the Jazz? Is this a mutually exclusive situation? Can I only have one? I mean, is, is it just a guarantee of one and then I can work towards the other? Or do I, is it just, we got one? No, I, mean, I, I would just say that's like an average. It might be two or three in, in one year and maybe you miss a year, you know I mean? But I mean, like, let's say I, I choose Jordan. Can I, can I still like be successful enough in my life, or maybe I borrow the funds from Mike to get the. No, nope. nope. you can get season tickets, but not courtside. Those are money can't buy you that. I think I'm gonna go with the tickets. Really? And the only reason I say that, well, and I say that knowing full well that it's not gonna last a lifetime, because I think if I sat courtside. I might make it three games, maybe a, maybe two Tony Brothers games before I'm no longer welcome back at the arena. 
That's true. Or one Westbrook game. Yeah, or one Westbrook game. Westbrook will have me tossed. And I just don't say Westbrook. <laughs> Anything Westbrook. So that was an easy one. That was just a warm up to, to get the crowd to understand the game. So now, now I'm going to ask my real one here. One I, I planned this one all week long. This one's for Josie. Josie, you ready for this? I am. Would you rather, option A, be blind, mute, and deaf for the rest of your life? That's option A. Or option B, and I know you think you've already ruled out option A, but once you hear option B, I think you're going to consider option A really heavily. So, so option A, blind, deaf, and mute for the rest of your life. Or option B, following Tom Brady's announcement of retirement, Coach K comes out of retirement, and you have to be his assistant coach for one season. Well, as much as I hate Coach K, um, I'd have to go that route, but mainly because I feel it would help my own career path. Um, you know, I, I certainly, oh, you know, I'm going to FaceTime phone call. I'd like to apologize for that. Um, Slow down and rethink about this. Slow down and rethink about it. I don't want you to rush into this. No, you know, I, I think being deaf, mute, and blind, I'm getting it again, elders. I'd like to apologize once again. Um, Tom? I don't, I don't think anyone would want to be deaf blind or mute uh but think of the other option you have to any other option for a season elder we agreed i would not talk about coach k again on this podcast well one way you can do it is by being blind deaf and mute well then i can't talk about anything for the rest of my life or I'll see anything for the the other or hear anything elder I'll elder i'll be honest helen keller's on my list this week <laughs> And That's I'm not impressed by Helen Keller. No yeah. one's impressed by Helen Keller. <laughs> That's pure happenstance that I bring that up and Helen Keller's on your list. Yes. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Did you guys know that Coach K has the winningest record in NCAA basketball history? Well, when you coach for 85 years, I would hope that that's the case. Well, I think that's kind of like Tom. Coach K is come out of retirement after Tom. I expect to see his. I mean, after Tom did the same thing. They've they've been playing and coaching as long as each other. How can they not quit in the same year? What's funny is Tom's played about half of Coach K's career, yet has doubled all accolades of Coach K. What? Played less games, played less championships. Now, let me rephrase this. He's won more championships than Coach K's even played in, yet Coach K's coached for 20 more years than Tom's played. Well, there's 132 college basketball teams. And he has the number one recruiting class every single year. Why would he get that if he was such a bad coach? That How can you not win with the best players, Elder? He does. He's the winningest coach of all time. He has the highest winning percentage of all time. In Elder, it's just like... Uh, who is it? Popovich. No one, no. Notice no one cared about Don Nelson, the most winningest coach of all time, until last week when Pop broke the record. No one cared about Don Nelson. That was, you're, you're looking at most wins. I'm talking about winning percentage. So of all the times that the ball gets tossed up in the air, he wins more times than any other coach has ever won. 
And that's all good and grand. But when you look at Tom Brady's greatness, Elder, the man literally is in the Super Bowl for 50% of his career. It's unheard of. All right. Let's move on to the let's we got to be fair and give Scott one too. We've I'm fatigued of Tom Brady and I'm fatigued of Coach K for probably I think we've covered him for at least a hundred podcasts. Yeah. Well, so Scott, here's your would you rather. I want it to be fair to everyone. And then I do have a topic if we want to discuss. Would you rather be the host of a podcast with one listener? Or would you rather be the host of a podcast that you have to turn your video off while you're in the bathtub? Interesting. How many, how many listeners are in the second one? Adams, fact check. Fact check. I'm including the four of us. I think your wife. I think your wife is a listener. She, yeah, she's in the other room, so she can hear me. Um, I think I'd rather be the the host of the podcast where you said I don't have to turn my my video on. Well, in right. one, you're, well, I mean. We all think you should. Again, we're all confused of where the camera's pointing, but but I'm just curious if you enjoy that or if you'd rather just host a podcast with one person. I, I don't know. I'm just trying to. I'll take option number two. I think both are good options. I'll go option number two personally. I think you're probably doing most multiple podcasts that you guys don't know about. I have no scholars, no listeners, but. <laughs> I. I, th- I think you might can do one of the same, do both at the same time. Amazingly. Well, you know, I'm, I'm glad that we played that game. Um, and I'm glad that even though you guys are giving me grief about being in the tub, my acoustics are very good. And I think the listeners appreciate it. Not our YouTube listeners, but our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I do got one topic. I, I'm just curious how you guys feel. I, this is the topic I found interesting this week. Kyrie Irving can go to the games, but not playing them in Brooklyn. Nothing. I find that very odd, and I don't. It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, elders, um, I fully support the mayor of New York, uh, New York City, wherever he is, Brooklyn, if we will. Um, I think Kyrie Irving's a scrub. I think he's a bum. The rule clearly states: get the vaccine, play basketball. You don't get the vaccine, you don't play. They'll let you indoors. They don't want that gross dude rubbing up bodies against people. They don't want his sweat getting on people. And again, similar to how Magic Johnson felt or the players felt when Magic got AIDS. No one wants him around. They don't know what's going on. We don't know the ins and outs of COVID. Can we we clarify something real quick? You said he's a scrub. What if I were to tell you he scored 30 points tonight? Would he still be a scrub? He actually scored 60 tonight. That's where I was going with this. He actually scored 60. He's pretty good. No, I, I mean, he wears extremely large sweatpants to games. He, he literally looks homeless, fresh off the streets. Um, if I saw him from a distance, I, was, I would assume that he, unlike you, did not bath that day. So, and this is nothing. This is not a race thing. This is not a jealous thing. This is strictly Kyrie looks like a bum. And I'm pretty sure he has a gold tooth, which is very strange as well. Um, you know, I feel... It's an interesting to go to your answer your question, Nils. Uh, it's a very, very weird to me that he can be present at the game without a mask, but he can't play in the game. I, I I'm not making a political statement either either way or the other, but I, I feel like 
Um, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's that's how I feel. This doesn't have to be political. It's it just has to be sports political. And it, he plays in half the games. He plays the same teams. He rubs up on their bodies in every other city than in this particular city. And he goes to this game. At this point, let the man play. Let the man play basketball. I love like the the mayor of New York's reaction to the whole thing. He's like, yeah, I mean. I'm with you guys. I want him to play too. <laughs> <laughs> he just like changes. It's like when Michael in the office, they're getting mad at Dwight at corporate for, for causing a heart attack with Stanley. And he like moves his chair to the other side. He's like, shut down, shut down. It's like the mayor of New York trying to be on the side of all the fans. Yeah, I know. I, I want him to play too. Can't wait till this <laughs> mandate gets lifted. <laughs> I wish there was something I could do. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that's it, it's just ridiculous. It's it's flat out ridiculous. Now, you know, my greatest hope is that it continues and somehow Brooklyn wins the East and the Jazz win the West, and that's obviously great for us in the playoffs. But you know, I don't think that's going to happen. I agree. I don't think Brooklyn has what it takes to get there. So that was my other topic. I I think we in in light of time, we probably better move on to the seven seconds of whatever sport that Adam Yeah, has. yeah. Brandon, do you mind giving us a, a quick soccer update? Um, yes. Does someone have, can someone prepare the timer? I've got a mental timer. Go ahead. No timer. We know you're holding your phone in your bathtub. Just let me know when you're, gonna, when you're ready and I'll start the timer. Okay. I am ready. Okay, go. The Champions League round of 16 wraps up this week on Paramount Plus with four games on the calendar amid the off field turbulence. Ding, 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 ding. That was, that's a good update. It's on Paramount Plus. For those, for, for all of our listeners, uh, it's on Paramount Plus. So, I think what we think you play there is there's some turbulence somewhere in yeah. there. Now, let's, uh, let's jump over to, to Josie. I'm a little nervous to find out what he has to say today, but um, can we get a sounder for Josie? No, we, we don't know what Josie does, so we don't have a, a sounder anymore. Oh, good. Yeah. So I'm going to start off with, you know, everyone's favorite time of the year, March Madness. Okay. I assume I'm in the minority here. I'm not interested in underdogs. I'm not interested from that old lady that shows up to the church in the wheelchair that everyone cheers for. When she oh, Sister in. Jean? Talk about someone who's deaf, mute, and blind. Okay. I don't care about Chicago Loyola. I don't want them on the TV. I don't want to watch. I want the teams expected to win to win. I'm not interested in underdog stories. I don't like underdogs. I don't appreciate underdogs. I mean, you want Duke to win. I would want them in the, I mean, what are they? What seed did they go in as? They're two seed. Two seed. So I would expect them to get to the elite eight. And then I would expect them to lose at that point. Surprisingly, you'd be be tickled pink. You'd be tickled pink if they got to the Elite Eight. But if they lost in the first round, you'd really just be really upset you. Yeah, because I would much rather see, like, honestly, I'd rather see Coach K get to the championship and then lose. I'd much rather lose in, like, the first round than by, like, two in the championship. (laughs) You are a strange person, Joe. I agree with Josie here somewhat. Every year, let me just tell you, every year you're in a March Madness tournament and you're building your bracket and you're trying to win. You're trying to win. So we're all scouring the web. We're all scouring stats, trying to build the best uh, bracket we can. And so obviously 
I go to the analysts. I go to the people that I think have the most information about which team is the best. And who is that within the committee that builds the bracket? I mean, they're telling you who should win. This, this may come as a surprise to you guys, but I have yet to watch a college basketball game this year. I, I'm fully participating in all March Madness events, but I, I don't love the game of college basketball that much. I, Thank I, you. The shot clock needs to be shorter. I think the three-point line needs to be longer. I think the court needs to be bigger. I think they need to get rid of zone defense. So you just like NBA basketball. I mean, that's what you Well, do. what happens is people pack it in. You go watch Jim Beheim in Syracuse, and they go to that 2-3 zone. Tons of colleges will play the zone. I mean, I love when they, like, get out and pressure and trap people and stuff. That's fun. But when teams just sit back in a zone, and then it ends up like, okay, we're just going to pass it around the perimeter for seven – passes and then finally someone's just going to decide okay I might as well just shoot this and then they just shoot like a semi-contested shot into a zone and it just turns into a game of horse we're just running back and forth shooting shots from the perimeter and nobody's getting any dribble penetration because the zone's packed in so tight it's just I don't know it's it's better than high school basketball though and where you have no shot clock I just want to tell you they they actually held uh 1a state basketball in Richfield this last weekend and uh, a team, Whitehorse, they held the ball for seven minutes. They passed the ball around the perimeter. Seven minutes that they did not shoot a shot and pass the ball around the perimeter, getting rid of the shot clock. Now, the funniest part about this whole thing is they lost the game. <laughs> they lost. They were losing when they were doing it. Well, <laughs> who was Whitehorse playing? That's my big question. I, I believe they were playing Bryce Valley. Hmm, playing who playing what Bryce Valley High School. oh yeah well I mean Bryce Valley that's a that's a David and Goliath situation of course they're, they're gonna hold the ball, Bryce Valley have the ball. maybe expect and, to go shot for shot with Bryce Valley yeah so it's like, oh. they're losing. they were losing and they passed around for seven minutes hey they're implementing a shot clock next year I know they are and I'm very excited about that it's very much needed white horse better be careful white horse is gonna have to change their strategy well, they need to change the shot clock or not if they're holding the ball and losing the game still. Yeah. So let me get this straight, though. You watched that for seven minutes straight? No, I didn't. I, I did not go watch it. I heard about it from everyone else in town who went and watched it. I had better things to do with my time than watch 1A. All the talk at the barbershop. <laughs> but I will be participating in March Madness all week. I'll be at the College Wrestling March Madness, so that's exciting news. Not for any of you, but maybe for someone. All our fans that are out there that are going to be there, look for Nils walking around. I'll be there and, and wearing Iowa State gear, nonetheless. Oh, that's just great. That's really great. I need a time frame. Where, where are we at on time? We're running low. Go ahead, Jose. Well, no, I need, I need a time, though. Uh... Well, it's 9-11. Hey, Elder. That is a <laughs> subject. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> We've probably got 20 minutes still. Oh, good. Okay, we got time. I'm going to jump right in. Is it just me or are you done with Marcus Smart? <laughs> done I feel you're done with Marcus Smart. <laughs> <Well, last time. laughs> he went on. <laughs> I was unaware of that. Truthfully, I don't compare lists each week. Uh, he's, he's advocating for defensive player of the year. No one's afraid of Marcus Smart on defense. The Celtics are a mediocre team who happen to have caught fire at a close end of the season. Good for you, Marcus. 
You're not a real point guard. You're going to lose in the first round if you end up matched up with any mediocre team. You're not, you're not good, and you're a jerk. I hate jerks. I think I might have covered that as well in the last episode. I don't like bullies. I don't, don't like, like jerks. That's exactly what we just keep recycling. <laughs> so what's funny is my next, my next topic actually goes to another Marcus, Marcus Morris. Uh, I believe it's Marcus. Maybe it's Markeith. Either way, the Morris brothers are not relevant to basketball. You're not winning games with the Morris brothers on your team. I saw one in an elevator once. I was in an elevator with one, and I was like, and my buddy was like, hey, uh, I don't know which one you are, but we're big fans. <laughs> I'm trying to pull it together. I'm, I'm, I'm crying here. At... <laughs> We've talked about the same thing. Elders, elders, let me let me every week my disdain here. So, I mean, you would assume by Markeith slash Marcus's reaction to the shove from the Joker that Marcus and or Markeith was the star of the league, and you can't shake off a little bit of whiplash. You can't you rub the neck out and get on the court, and you get paid. This is probably the brother, and you got to feel bad. One of the brothers got like a four-year, sixty million contract. The other one got like a one-year. Two million. I mean, it. I. I. They're doing. They're doing just fine. I mean, they're staying at the Skyloft in Vegas. I know that firsthand. So. Well, look at the Antetokounmpo brothers. One's good. One's not. That happens all the time. It does, and it's just. Oh. It's not, and they've been on like the best part about the Morris brothers is I love that they hate the Suns because when they played for the Suns, the Suns told them they were so excited to have them both on the team and then mid season, they traded one of the brothers. <laughs> oh, I love when funny things like that happen. I love a good liar in sports. I love when the teams go back on their word. I think it's great and I would love it. So the next question is elders. Why do bad coaches continue to get new jobs? Jason Kidd has been fired by three teams, yet some people seem to think he is like the greatest coach in NBA basketball. And he, keep in mind, he got fired on a team of the Nets that was projected to go to the finals that year. He gets fired by the Bucks, who have the two-time, reign, not reigning, two-time MVP defensive player of the year, arguably top three best player in the game. Yet he can't win with these people, yet he now goes to Dallas for another job to play with Luca, who I hate. Don't even get me started on Luca. And not the Disney movie. Big fan of the Pixar Disney movie Luca, by the way. One of my favorites. Not the player. Can't stand Dallas. Another ironic part about that, I used to love Dallas. Michael Finley used to be my favorite player. Uh, I, real, real quick, real quick. Where, with these latest Disney and Pixar movies, where would you put Luca? I, I was actually asked this question. Uh, you've got the, Encant the Encantos of the world. You've got the Frozen's um, of the world. Um, I watched uh, Turning Red this weekend oh, yeah. um, with my three boys, ages seven, <laughs> Not what we were expecting. Let's just say that. My wife was disgusted by Turning Red. She was very offended by Turning Red. A lot of questions after Turning Red. Um, I would say Luke is a top three for me, Elders. That's too high. That's too high, with all due respect. It's yeah. a good show, though. It's fine. It's a fine show. Um, 
So I, I'd like some some thoughts here. You know, why does Jason Kidd have a third job? I just picture people sitting around in a GM's office and being like, who's available? And someone's like, Jason Kidd. People always keep hiring him. And then someone's like, does, does it ever work for him? And no, it never worked. But maybe it'll work for us. It's <laughs> just kind of. I'll tell you a guy that, you know, same area as Jason Kidd is a guy I feel bad for is poor Chauncey Billups. Gets hired and then gets his team. <laughs> has nobody to coach. Nobody. Absolutely no one to coach. And I think he, Chauncey could actually be a pretty good coach. Having, they'll, give him, they'll give him time. Yeah, if they give him a roster. But, I mean, he has no roster. Well, I mean, he's, got, he's got Anthony Simons. He's, I mean, he's going to have Damian Lillard. And he What more does Chauncey want? He had two all-stars on his team. Who, who did they get for McCollum? Probably cash considerations and a draft pick. <laughs> I don't know. I like C.J. McCollum. He's he's a favorite of mine. What else you got for us, Joe? Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna scroll down this list here. So, in a strange turn of events, I actually do agree with Kyrie, in the sense that the world is flat. <laughs> I was driving down the road today, and I just looked off into the distance. Didn't see any curve. Right, right. I, I, I there's just I'm going straight there. It it is. <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think we went to the moon. I think the world is flat. I think Neil Armstrong's a chump and I'm that that's, I'm going to leave it at that. I, I, I think what I know. So. so heaven forbid Kyrie play a game of basketball. Yeah, no, no. Follow the rules, Kyrie. You're allowed to have your opinions, but you know, COVID's no joke. So <laughs> COVID's real. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to move on now to, um, Helen Keller. Now, I'm trying to be as delicate as possible because I know she's kind of the poster child for the deaf, blind, and mute. I <laughs> really accomplish anything. You picked Coach K over deaf, blind, and mute. So we already, from the very first of this podcast, understand how deeply, deeply you dislike those kind of people. I mean, what? Well, it's an elder. I didn't say I dislike those people. You said you pick Coach K over. If anyone's listened to any podcast we've ever done before, they would understand. They would know. Elder, what what did Helen Keller do that is so impressive? I'd have to study more of Helen Keller. I know she communicated. She could talk. That's a heck of a turn of events, I think. But did she communicate, though? Could you could you do us all a favor? Maybe you could do a book report on Helen Keller because I'm I'm a little bit rusty. I know that she she was blind and deaf, and I know that she was. Yeah, I know that she was blind and deaf. But that that was not of her own accord. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Do anything to earn that? No, I mean I don't hold anything personal against her by any means. I'm just not yeah, a. Here, here she earned a bachelor's degree. That's pretty good. He published an autobiography. Um, What's there to know? Twelve books. That's twelve more than us four combined have published. Uh, what, what does impress you? I mean, I'm just 
What does impress you, Josie? Not to get into the politics of things, but Tom Brady obviously impresses me. Yeah, Tom Brady impresses you quite a bit. So, so I guess my question about Helen, though, Elders, is how much did, how, she wrote 12 books, 12 different autobiographies? No, 12 different books, one autobiography. She was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 1964. What did she do? What she was that a read? Social activist. I just, I don't know. I'm just, I mean. Brink is one of the most influential people of the 20th century. You're, you're, you're a tough man to please. I mean, yeah, I don't think that's, I, that's not doing it for you. I don't know what does. I mean, I mean presidential I, medals of freedom have you earned? But, I mean, let's let's go back to her bachelor's degree. They're giving out honorary doctorate's degree. I imagine they probably would have done the same for a deaf-blind woman. So, I'm oh, not, she worked for that. I don't know. With everything going on with, with charities these days, I'm not surprised if they any company's publishing her book. That was like that was like 70 years ago. <laughs> these days, it's before. You know, it's it's. I, I don't want to say I don't like her because I think that's a little too far. But I will stop. Yeah. I'm not impressed by Helen Keller. Well, what is what? Okay. Do you have anything else? Uh, yeah. Funny enough, I do. Uh. You know, I was going to refrain, but, you know, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to end it there. Don't Try for the best. <laughs> was it, it was a coach K. <laughs> Funny enough, it was, it was, <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to go into it. So another <laughs> loss by coach K, another sad person at coach K. This man looks like walking death. I mean, he's leaving games at halftime because he's a little bit dehydrated. What is with these people getting dehydrated? Drink some fluid and stay in a game, coach. You've got two hours. You're not playing. This podcast, keep us going. Exactly. Coach K's, he's exerting very little, if any, energy during a game. How are you leaving at halftime? And then they just talk about how great he is as they get blown out by 30 to UNC. I just – I. I don't like Coach K. I don't appreciate Coach K. I think the world of college basketball will be better when he is gone. I think my hatred started for him um, when he was the first and only coach to lead the professional sporting world of the NBA players to a bronze medal with the likes of LeBron, Kobe, Wade, literally the greatest players in the world, and we get a bronze medal. I don't think he was the coach of that. No, he was. Can we fact check that? Yeah. yeah, he was the coach, Elders. Now, has it ever occurred to you that when he left at halftime, maybe he had somewhere else to be? See, but if that's the case. Maybe with, he had a dinner date to get to. I, no, that's not a good excuse. You can't just leave the job for a dinner date, Elder. He's got it, It's halftime. Steve Kerr was the coach of the bronze medal team. No, no, Steve Kerr's the new coach. Mm, the 2000 U.S. won its first seven games in the 2016 World Championship in Japan before losing against Greece in the semifinals, ending the competition with a bronze medal. I'm fact checking myself here. Uh, my question is this for next week: do you, do you make a new? Is the list new every week? 
Greg Popovich also coached a, a bronze medal team. According to this, Coach K is 88-1 and one as a coach of the U.S. basketball team and 24-0 and at the Olympics. And as Not impressed. Is one Not six impressed, yes. He has one loss. Not impressed. I'm more impressed with that who had that. If you're the team that has – if you're the guys that beat a team that was undefeated, that's who I'm impressed by. Who is that team? All right, well, let me go back to this then. Who is Steve Kerr to get a head coaching USA job back in what, 2007, 8, 9, whenever they were? Steve Kerr was – they hired a coach who was the GM of the Suns at the time. Like, well, shame on Jerry Colangelo. Shame. Actually, I am very impressed by Colangelo's burner Twitter account slandering his own team and praising <laughs> his own self. I think that is brilliant. I think it is wonderful. And I think he was wrongly guilted into quitting his role as president of USA Basketball. My status of Coach Case changes zero. Um, <laughs> so I was fact-checked. After learning, um, after learning that he is 88-1 and yeah, gold medals. I mean, he, he should be 88 No. I mean, he's literally playing with the greatest players in the world. 89 and 0, if you, right? Yeah, you know, Josie, the more you talk about this, the more I'm convinced. I mean, 88 and 1, not impressive. The fact that he's the winningest coach of all time, not impressed. When you Elder, again, that's like telling. The fact that he still has a strong hair part in his hair and his hair is still black, I'm not impressed. God, when you beat that horse enough, everybody can see that it's dead. Exactly, Elders. I mean, like I said, when you're getting the likes of the best college basketball players in the country year after year. But you don't get those if you don't have success. No, it's like, hey, Phil Jackson, good job. You're a great coach. Oh, you had Michael Jordan on your team and Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman. And let's not forget Derek Cohen or Luke Harper. Or should I say Ron Harper? I don't even know who Luke Harper is. Luke Longley. You're thinking Luke Longley. Are you impressed by by this Harper fella, Ron or Luke? Yeah, apparently so. He's made an impact. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't get oh, these right. people who claim. And then it's like, oh, Popovich, good job. It's like, oh yeah, good job. You you coached three Hall of Famers for 20 years. Who do you That's such a good job. You haven't done anything since they retired. Coach K's, Maybe we could. Coach's roster turns over every year. And he still Who's... has the highest winning percentage of all time. Well, Elders. I mean, let's take a look at who he's played with. I mean, most recently, Zion, who was terrible in the NBA, but was dominant in college. Well, Kyrie, well, doesn't that now, in the NBA, was dominant in college. Coach K, if he's dominant in college, but then he gets a new coach and he's not as dominant? No, it's not. It's <laughs> If Coach K better trained and coached and cared for these athletes other than making money off them, maybe they'd have a little more success off the court as human citizens of the United States. Um, now, we're, cares, yeah. so we're getting a little bit low on time. But he's not a good person. <laughs> Maybe that's my beef. Maybe that's my beef. I'd rather have a good person than a good coach. I'd rather my team be good citizens than win a couple of playoff games. What about a Jabari Parker? No. Jabari See, he was a great human being. Jabari Parker, Jalil Okafor, you got the Grayson Allens of the world. Only the Utah Jazz would would take Grayson Allen and ship him away to the starting team of a championship squad. Like, I mean, the list goes on. Christian Leitner. You kidding me? Christian Leitner. 
and he was a, he's a bum he's a bad person he's a bad human being another great coach. example of somebody that dominated when they were being coached by coach k as soon as they got another coach no good yeah, dominated the game of basketball not the game of life elder all right so we've established now we've, we've migrated to good coach bad mentor bad person bad person <laughs> we're getting somewhere though yeah, so yeah. That's, my, that's my list uh that's my list today well thanks for the, your list today it was i mean similar to your list last week and the week before that and the week before that oh there's no i disagree i disagree i think uh you know i'm looking at the list from 223 <laughs> Um, I talked about Curry. I talked about Steve Kerr. I talked about Coach K. Oddly enough, I talked about Marcus. <laughs> uh, Kerr. Sounders. Where can we can we make one of those Sounders where it has Josie say, "I never want to hear of Coach <laughs> ever again in my life," and then have all the times Josie's mentioned Coach K after that point? Can we make one of those Sounders? Yeah, look at that we're going to revisit this next week. Of course we are. <laughs> number seven on uh, my February 23rd. It looks like number seven topic was Sue Bird. <laughs> a, a, retire, a retirement tour for Sue Bird. Hey, I want to call a press conference and just let everyone know I'm not interested in a retirement tour. Guess what, Sue? You got six fans at the game. They're not interested either. No one asked you about a retirement tour. So... It's just, it's interesting, Elder. I have thoughts, so. You have four thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> four thoughts. We're going to do a top 10 list every week. <laughs> I love it. I love it. See, Elder, but you're under, you're under uh, like, we talked about AIDS last week, steroids, esports. Um, we talked about Brittany Griner being in Russia still, which I'm heavily, heavily amused by. Don't break the law. You don't get put in jail. Brittany, it's pretty simple. Uh, Bill Russell. We also, we also talked about Tom Brady, Marcus Smart, Coach K, and Steve Kerr. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Joseph, you, you, always, um, you always enlighten us. Um, well, I don't know. That's too strong of a word. You always bring interesting points, and uh, I think we appreciate it. I think the viewers appreciate it. So, sure. I look forward to your your top three again next week. Would Would any of you be uh, interested in a non sports related list? <laughs> We're got Helen Keller. We have tapped out on Josie Sports Resources. <laughs> Put a podcast. <laughs> We're out of material. <laughs> oh, Elder, this is good. I like this. I'll be back with a list next week. All right. Well, probably uh, getting wrinkly in the tub. Yeah, getting, I'm getting all pruny in the tub. How um, are you still sitting? I'm, you've got to be in lukewarm water at this point, Elder. No, it's lukewarm. It is lukewarm. I'm going to hop in the shower after this and rinse off. Um, Nelson, I'm excited to hear how you're. Uh, college uh, wrestling tournament goes. That'll be really great. Thank you. And uh, excited to hear some more thoughts from you, Josie, next can week. I, can I ask, can I end on a question? Yeah. If this was the last time we saw Nils, like if he goes on this trip and we don't get a text from him again, he doesn't tune in for the next podcast. 
what would the two of you do? Like, would you reach out to his wife? Would we accept Nelson's gone and continue the podcast? Like, what if this was it? Would we assume he was killed, kidnapped? It's something for everybody to think about, I think. Well, they're holding the they're holding the wrestling NCAAs in Detroit, Michigan. So it is a little bit sketchy. I mean, there's no lie about that. Is that where you're going is Detroit? I'm going to Detroit, Michigan. Yeah, yeah. Elder, you might be in the sequel for that one movie about uh... I'm going to spend my weekend in the Little Caesars Arena. I had Little Caesars last night. Yeah, I'll be in the Little Caesars Arena, Detroit, home of the Detroit Pistons, who will not be there for four days. (laughs) The one time you go to Detroit. Oh, sorry. I had a bad connection there. I I, I missed the last about... um, 90 seconds he was soaping um, up he was soaping up but but let's uh let's do it let's sign off thanks to all of our listeners thanks to all of our sponsors we have a lot of tons of sponsors thank you everyone uh until next week uh have a good a good week and we look forward to seeing you again